Hey, this is Tony Cardenas sitting here with Greg Cooper today from Compass Real Estate here in Carmel, Indiana. And we're going to talk about the Indianapolis real estate market. How are you doing today, Greg? You know, it's uh, it's good. I'm good. It's good. We're doing fine. <laughs> and it's it's getting ready to turn. And it really actually is already in the process of turning right now. And so what? people need to be used to it being people need to get their brains wrapped around the fact that it's going to be different from here on out. Exactly, Greg. And, and kind of define the term. Let's kind of like dig our heels in this a little bit. So it doesn't mean that every transaction that takes place between buyer and seller is going to be different, but it's not going to be the same in this respect. You know, if you had a $350,000 house in January, you might have had 10 offers on it. And today, maybe you're going to get two or three and it's not going to get run up as far as it did. Some still will, but the, the demand is going to wane because rates are higher and people are getting priced out of certain price points of home. So it's definitely changing. It's not a crash. It's nothing horrific. It's just moving back toward a little bit of a different place, maybe a little bit of a balance, if you will. Well, exactly. You know, the, the Fed's you know, raising the rates. We got more, we got more uh, rates the hikes to come, coming. Yeah. And, well, uh, but, but we need to make sure people understand because we can't say this too often. I know. People think just because the Federal Reserve announces they're raising it, that that automatically raises mortgage rates. And that's not true. No, that's not. It's mostly around credit cards and short-term loans and uh, lines of credit and things of that right. nature. However, psychologically, when they raise those discount rates that, that big institutions use to borrow, right. it's going to mean that credit card companies and all those start lowering. And then other mortgage lending institutions are going to be factoring well, that in. That's right. And you know, when, when the Fed's talking about raising rates, you know, the hype is a lot of it's already in the rates. Already built. Okay. Like we, like well, we people don't we... understand. Let me just jump in here. Well, people don't understand that, you know, we started to see hikes two and three weeks ago yeah. because of what's happening now. And they're saying next month, they might raise it another half a point. They will. And lenders will begin to build that in from the day we record this on through the month of June. Absolutely, Greg. So, you know, with the interest rates at let's just call it to make it easy at five and a half percent. There's some out there that you get a little bit less and there's some places going to be a little bit more, but the average right now, five and a half percent, we've, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to head towards 6% very easily, Right. but it's not going to be like tomorrow morning. Right. No, it's just, know? it's going to gradually go forward, but there's going to be a lot of effect to this because we were at three and a half, three, two point eight, whatever we were at in January, depending on your credit and things of that nature, right. we're going to be double that now. And it's going to be very tough for a lot of people to stomach either downsizing or moving or whatever it is. We're going to change people's minds and it's also going to affect inventory. Right. Well, I looked at December 23rd of last year and it was 2.75% FYI. Go. But you know what? Those rates were so good. If you didn't act then, I don't know what to tell you. Right. And well, the bottom line is that, that many people refinance and many people bought under those particular circumstances with rates at three or slightly under three. Those people are going to have a much harder time, even if they did it two or three years ago, those people are going to have a much harder time moving up from a three hundred to a five hundred thousand dollar house, moving from an interest rate of three to five and three quarters, because we're not talking about a linear increase in costs. We're talking about an exponential, a multiplied increase of mortgage payments when you start talking about moving in that direction. That's right, Greg. But here, here's the thing I want to ask you. You know, you get multiple phone calls weekly about somebody wanting to sell their house. Right. What, what do you, the guy that has a 450 or 550, and what are you telling him? What, what are you telling him what to expect? And, and he says, hey, Greg, I want to get something else also in the area. What we tell them is that things are changing and we're going to have to watch the market very closely day to day and week to week because it is having an effect. Now, it's not having an effect on every single house. If you still have a home that matches the needs of the market perfectly, then you're still going to get sold and you're going to get sold at a premium. But what's going to happen is the second, third, fourth, fifth home 
that might be out there competitively that's not quite right, that may have a few warts and may not be the perfect match for a lot of what the market wants. Those homes are going to begin to see challenges. Exactly. So what about the, when the, I know this is on the other side of the fence, but buyers call you up and they say, Hey, you know, we want to look at $500,000 homes. We're not, not the sellers, but we want to look at $500,000 homes today in Carmel. How many would you have to show them in Carmel? Hardly any. I mean, there's, as we speak today, there's 55 homes for sale in Carmel. And as we speak today, and this is an aberration, but it's still truth for where we are today. Today, the average list price of the 55 homes that are for sale for in Carmel is over $900,000. There's hardly anything that are that's on the two, three, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar end. There just aren't very many out there right now for sale. Right, Greg. Uh, what are you seeing? Uh, are you getting any calls about? Hey, we're thinking about building. Can we lock in a price? I mean, you know, there's a lot of building going on here in Carmel, but I don't know what's really going on with what's sold and what's not sold. For well, first thing people have to be careful of if they're going to build, and building's a great concept for a lot of people because you know what the product's going to be when you get done. You don't know what your price is going to be, but you do know what the product's going to be. But you need to be very careful about what you're anticipating your interest rate to be because interest rates, if you start building today, it's going to take you 10 months to a year, frankly, to get it done. Your interest rate is going to be higher when that thing's completed. So you need to be aware and maybe budget in 15 to 20% more in your mind yeah. so that you're comfortable with what that payment ultimately be, will be when the home is completed. Exactly. And then let me ask you this. Carmel, Indiana is seeing a lot right now in the condominium market. I mean, you know, we got four or five places that are building condominiums. You know, I never thought we would have three or four, five places building condominiums. Right. But it looks like it's really starting to catch on, Greg. Well, it's a function of a number of different things. It's a function of the fact that there's not tons of land left, so condominiums can build more units in a much denser space. There's that. There's also pricing. You can build condominiums less expensively than you could build single-family homes in the same tract of land because you've got more units to right. sell to defray the cost of the land for the builders. So condominiums are about price. They're about density. They're about available land. Uh, and that's kind of the summation of all of it is that people people build condominiums and people buy condominiums in general because of lifestyle and of cost. Let me ask you, uh, what do you three or four years down the road when all these condominium projects around Midtown are finished um, and at these prices of five and six hundred thousand dollars for a very small or seven or eight hundred thousand? Well, well, right over here by industrious, you know, you're talking five or six, seven hundred thousand dollars and there's not a lot of space in it. No. Um, how fast would these things, and I know you don't have the big crystal ball in front of you, they'll resell pretty easily, don't you think? Maybe. We don't know what we're going to, look, we, there's no way we're going to have a clue because we're in uncharted territory here. Are the rates going to be six and a half or the rates going to be four? We don't have it. And that will have everything to bear on, on how fast and how much value growth we're going to have. There's going to be value growth in most every pro uh, project, most every property in Carmel, because we don't have a lot of supply. But the question is, and it's going to be interest rate driven, how much will the value go up based on where the rates will be at the moment in time that those properties are going to sell? Greg, you're with Compass Real Estate here in Carmel, Indiana, and I know you do business all over the, the city and the state. What makes Compass different than the other guys out here in the market? Because I'm going to tell you something, the website's easy to use. It's the marketing looks fantastic. What makes you guys a little bit different? The technology, I've worked for a number of different companies and the technology is just miles ahead. And here's an example. One of the things that's coming in our technology is that we have we have what we're called CMAs or comparative market analysis that we set up for anybody that wants one. And they're free right. and we set them up and, and there's some effort into doing that, some time and energy into sure. doing that. 
But coming shortly in our system, those CMAs are going to update automatically. I don't have to touch them. The AI will be out there in the multiple list, pulling properties in that will come up in the future and adding them to this comparative market analysis. It sends me a message. I push a button and my clients get them. That's You don't have to touch it. So you, you can really stay in contact with your client's home value area just by what you originally have done today for the future tomorrow or next year. I set it up based on what their market is doing, what their neighborhood's doing, and what's going to happen over the next months and years is that those are automatically going to update. It doesn't require Greg going and sitting and doing two hours worth of work. It's done for us by the system, which is to our client's benefit. Greg, last thing. Uh, if somebody wanted to know what their property is worth, how long, once you meet with the customer and you walk through the house, um, how long of a process is that so they know what you're probably going to list their home for? We can give them numbers immediately, but that's not necessarily what the number the house is going to be worth in two weeks. We really, we have to watch this day by day, week by week, because rates are going up, supply is changing, going up, going down. Literally, you have to be proactive. You have to get absolutely every bit of new data every week. And frankly, it's it's not that difficult in the respect that it's just basic economics. How many houses are out there competing against you? How many buyers are out there buying? The buyer pool is going to go down. So we're going to we're going to have some challenges. It's going it, down right now. It is. And so you're going to have to be very acutely aware as you would put your home on the market, what the market is doing around you. It's that simple. OK, Greg, if the listeners want to reach out to you, somebody wants to buy or list their home. How can they get a hold of you directly? Name your company, everything. Compass Real Estate of Indiana. You can reach me at coopergroupcompass.com or 317-441-7166. Okay, Greg, thank you very much. My name's Tony Cardenas with PRMG Mortgage and the Indianapolis Real Estate Market. If you're looking for a mortgage, go to americasbest.mortgage and you can see today's rates and get pre-qualified in just a matter of a couple hours. Thank you very much for listening to the show and we'll talk to you next time. Hey everyone, Holly here. Thanks for listening to the Indianapolis Real Estate Market Podcast. Need a professional real estate agent? Reach out to one of our realtors on the podcast. Greg Cooper with Compass Real Estate, Shelly Walters with EXP Realty, Kyle Morris with FC Tucker, or Justin Griffith with Keller Williams. This podcast is sponsored by America's Best Mortgage by PRMG, 317-214-6720 and executiveportfolio.com, the number one real estate magazine in greater Indianapolis. Thank you